Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Lunk civilized discussion on the All Nodes key debacle? That's a debacle, right? Yeah, it's definitely a debacle. Uh, this is about an hour and 45 minutes of the space, so uh, let's take a listen. It hasn't been addressed. If if a service provider knows a validator's seed phrase yes. and the service provider is hang on, then they are able to impersonate their customers. And I don't care what no. they said, it doesn't matter. If they sent okay. their customers a seed phrase, they may have a copy of that seed phrase. It, yeah. This isn't about uh, what people say, how many Bibles they swear on. Yeah. It's about this. It's trust me, bro. Basically, oh, I, I get it. It's trust me, bro. It's more of a question of if to a certain extent, right? And I know I, I've been on this space listening for a little bit. And I know, like, you know, we've had trust me, bro, situations with FTX, with 3 Celsius, with Voyager, all of that stuff. We've had all of that, right? It's a question of if we as a community, are able to get that down is it as big of a problem as we say it is uh well it's as big of a problem as i say it is i'm gonna exaggerate anything it's not about you it's not about you it's about the community i i I, I don't rightly understand your question then (laughs) wait hold on diamond hands hold on diamond hands please let me finish right i just want to have a conversation with jacob and then i'm gone um, but you know, you're you're pointing out two security issues. From I, I've been listening to your conversations. I've been listening on your spaces for a couple of days now. Understanding where you're coming from, I do understand it. Right to a certain extent, I get what you're saying. There's a security issue. I'm not going to deny that. Right. It's then a question of how to mitigate this issue. Someone brought up in the space that you were having a conversation on is that you cannot compromise security, right? That's fact. You cannot compromise security. Then it's a question of how do you mitigate it, which goes into what Diamond is saying, right? It's a question of if we can do this to a certain extent. I'm going to I'm going to ask the direct question that I actually raised up my hand to ask is is it your way or the highway? Is it only the way you're proposing it, or are there other ways you think that this can be fixed? Well, no, I mean, I, I know that there are not other ways, because we don't have key rotation in Cosmos, so the compromised validators need to go down, otherwise their presence on the network harms network security. 
um, this it, it's not really like my way or the highway. It's very much facts or fantasy. Um, and you know, loud man would like to rant about uh, you know oh, how. How do we know your validator is incompetent? Hold on, hold on, Demon and Diamond. Just let Gadikian speak, please. Gadikian, um, okay. Well, I mean, the reason that I'm getting paid is I, I do know the facts, and yeah. the facts. Uh, well, that, that's Diamond, fine. Diamond, please let him speak. I, look, go on, Gadikian. Let this guy talk. Okay. So I can have my moment. Um, mm, hey, well, okay, so let us proceed. Um, if we don't have key rotation in Cosmos, the compromised validators cannot change their seed phrases. And, uh, you know, so for example, Diamond Hands node presence on the network, it is harmful to the network. Um, and this, it, it really isn't about how much vote power all nodes has, about the reality that all nodes can impersonate their clients. Yeah. Um, it's also about the reality that we have a validator, okay, yeah. somebody who is supposed to lead and educate in the community, and yeah. he is promoting. Uh, you know, absolutely terrible security yeah. practices. Um, yeah. And, you know, I will say directly to Diamond Hands, Diamond Hands, you're all yelling at me and such, but, uh, sir, you, you are violating the first commandment of the Ten Commandments of Crypto. Um, Wait, sorry, 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 um, Ken, just to cut you there, um, is for validators hosting through all nodes, is there a privacy policy Yes or no? Um, the privacy policy is irrelevant. It does not okay. matter. Why? No, I think I think uh, Madman actually elaborated on that. Um, I think it's yeah, stated yeah, from all notes. Let me speak. Uh, I think uh, all notes has stated in their pr uh, policy that they're able to change it any time. So the policy exactly. is not really a safe factor. Exactly. They are willing to change it. And you also, as a client, you're willing to change that. Right. So there is a solution. Basically, um, to a certain extent, to a certain extent, we can we can actually come to a compromise right now. I'm going to say something. You will need to define the compromise. And exactly. change that's what? That, that, that's, that's why I I'm asking what it is. Because I, I think they're lying. Yeah. No, you, you're, you're saying you think you think that they're lying. Now, that's the thing. It's yeah, it's not possible to change to, me, buddy. Sorry, sorry, Gadiken. I, I listen to you. The thing is, where we come to that compromise, that's the question, right? And like I said before, I dropped off the call, I had a meeting, is that you know, we we have problems and we always spend so much time focusing on the problem rather than thinking of a solution. I've been in this conversation for the last couple of minutes and all I've heard is bickering about the fucking problem, right? 
what's the solution? That's the question, right? What are we for supposed to be doing? For the validators to jail their nodes voluntarily. Yeah, you asked me a question, right? You've been speaking. You've been speaking. Do you want me to answer your question? Ready, Maverick, Maverick, Maverick uh, let, uh, let, uh, let uh, him uh, answer the question because okay. that's a good question. Go on, buddy, I think you got the question already. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah so Jacob, I'm, I think... I'm answering the, like, he asked the question, which is what's the solution? Yeah, exactly. The solution uh, is for the validators who are affected to jail their nodes by removing one hundred. I think that's not an option, that's Jacob. That's not an option. Or the highway. That's my problem. That's my problem. Is that it's you have to undelegate and jail your validator to switch to another validator, even if that's something that needs to happen, right? Even if it's something that needs to happen. I appreciate the fact that you're speaking truth, right? I appreciate that fact, but there are ways. There is not another solution. Yeah, no, there real there, there are ways to go about it, right? There and, and that's fact. There are ways to go about these things that you do can not. Can you tell me about to... this? I, I can I can tell you one, Jacob. Uh, let's increase okay, the validate account. Let's increase the validate account to double the amount, so people have time to transition from one node to another. How about that? Mm, I mean, well, personally, I don't think that makes any sense. Um, the reason for that is, uh, I mean, Diamond Hands, this will trouble you. Guys, the system is designed to punish insecure validators. That, and like, it is a design goal. Yeah, but Jacob, that's network. not really problem solving, is it? Do you uh, what do you think slashing is? Slashing is like like the security innovation in Cosmos. And the reason slashing exists is that it punishes insecure practices. And like Diamond Hands, your validator's presence on the network harms the network. Jacob, uh, this is personal between you and I because you keep referring. Why do you keep saying diamond hands? No, I, I would like my time to speak, gentlemen. This guy's been going for a while now. I would like my time, please. The thing that is the problem, sir, is that you have made this personal. You continue to single me out because I've been an advocate for the other validators of all nodes. So you've made this personal. You've made it personal to where now you're attacking me in tweets. You're saying I'm going to mock you. I'm going to get you out of here. I'm going to tell you something, my friend. I'm not going anywhere. I've been here since the beginning with this community. Here's my question for you, Jacob. Why did you not raise the alarm on this back in May? Why did you not raise the alarm on this back in September? Why, sir, did you make a list of validators who you handpicked and then you made a Medium article including your own node of known good validators? You, sir, have an agenda. You are singling out certain people that don't go along with what you preach. And I'm here to tell you, you're causing more harm than good. Everybody in this room knows it to well, be true. I'm Everything done for the last eight months has done nothing to try and Jacob help this community. Let me speak. Everything that we have done, we've made Lunk Live, we made our own validator, we shell our guts out, we do networking behind closed doors, and you come in 24 hours. And you've literally tried to destroy and decimate everything that we've tried to do within the last eight months. And guess what? We don't get paid 12.5 Gs to do it, baby boo. 
We do it for free. So don't sit there and publicly mock people and single out validators and single out me. We're doing a hell of a job. Shout out to all the validators in the room. Shout out to every single validator, not just notional. Everybody that comes out here and puts in the work. You're trying to make this all about you. I agree with Maverick. You're making it all about you, man. You don't have to go about it this way. and You don't have to call people names. Let me tell you something. If I call Ed Kim the R word, you people would want my head on a spike. If I mocked Ed Kim or mocked Zardar publicly, you all would demand my soul. Quit making yourself have special treatment. There is another way to go about this, but you are singly handling making this all about you and you're making it to where it's dividing the community, making validators want to shut down and making people want to give up. Stop it, man. Seriously. Yeah. I, I think that's 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 the only thing I I do have a problem with, honestly. It's not the security, because the security is a big factor. The security of the chain, and as Gadikian is pointing out, which is a very important part, I accept that. I acknowledge that, right? The security of the chain is a very important part. But also, you know, as a person, think about, uh, I know you probably have not been here, just like, again, Diamond Hand stated, for the last couple of months. There are a lot of people that have been in this, that have actually been a part of this right from the beginning. Right. It's also understanding how we can mitigate these challenges in such a way that it's much more unifying than creating or making it seem like there is something being pushed in terms of an agenda. Right. It's it's doing that basically. Right. More or less coming to coming to terms with what we're being faced with rather than, oh, hey, guys, this is the solution. This is how we have to go. This is how everybody has to do it, and that's it, right? That's, that's the kind of understanding that I would love for you, Gadikian, as a person to have, because I like to believe that you have a lot to offer, right? There's more than one solution to this problem, right? Let's table out those solutions give ourselves some options, and then we can select from those Well, Jacob said there's only one need. option. And that's, I well, guess, no, no, that's my problem, is that yeah. there's not just one option. That's it. It's, it's that we can... Well, nobody, th- nobody told me what the other option is. Actually, what it sounds I like is... I think V-Shape just gave you an if option. If I can, Maybe I will tell you, Jacob. Let Lankado speak. Um, so this is my suggestion. Um, so for all the all nodes uh, validators that are compromised, right? Why don't you help us host um, a webinar maybe two times uh, in the coming four weeks where, you know, we can have a one hour sit down with all the validators that are, you know, included in this and then have like a rundown on how to start up our own node, you know, through another service provider and then just, you know, fix it this way. Have one with all nodes, just continue the grind over there and then have a second one, you know, with our own, let's say, with the SSH, right? Connect to it remotely, and then it's safe. Yeah, Langadoid, um, I really appreciate that. Um, I'm not going to SSH validator where you're no, I think that's good. That's a, that's a good compromise, I think. And um, no, no, I'm not, to be no, able no, to no, work, we would need to... anybody else's validator node. Like, that's horrifically insecure. 
Okay, I, I won't. I won't touch like somebody else's validating server. Why not um, give people time to transition, Jacob? Um. Well, hey, why, 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 why not give UST time to transition? Um. You know, we were just giving it time to transition, right? And then it kerplunkied, right? And look, the straight reality here is that is what can occur from this. It can be equally bad. And um, I, 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 you know, this time to transition thing is, I, if y'all want that, you know, just go vote on that governance proposal, get rid of me. I'm not too worried about it, okay? I will be totally fine. And I won't have to deal with all the shouting and noise and you guys can like give time and not pay attention to security and shit and you can have like a may sort of thing happen again and like you know oh okay that's 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 what i'm hearing uh people suggest can i ask you something i want to have a conversation with you i'm not trying to argue or anything i want to have a conversation with you um can i ask you a question is that okay yeah. All right. So, say for example, right at the moment, current time right now, how much of a security risk are we in terms of a percentage? Um, just give an overview. Well, the attack number is unknown because Allnodes refuses to release their client list. That's, but we know yeah. it's around. Hang on, it's approximately a halt. Okay. Yeah. Um. And a halt is 33%. Okay. Yeah. Um, and other estimates have gone as high, like Lunkdow has said, like 41. And again, okay. uh, the reason that we don't know the exact number, okay, is, is not for lack of trying, it's for lack of transparency on all modes part. And um, yeah. uh, to, to the, you know, validators using all modes, okay, yeah. not your king. Not your coins, and yeah. not your keys, not your validator. Um, yeah. If they knew your keys, they at one time knew your keys, or currently know your keys. And um, again, on this topic of oh, let's give people time to transition. Um, yeah. I'm I'm going to strongly reject that. Okay, and the reason I'm going to strongly reject that is because the reason governance, you know, contracted at all with Notional is, you know, to make things work. And if governance okay. isn't pleased uh, with, you know, Notional's approach, that is okay. I can handle that. Okay. okay? Yeah. Um, we like, like, we, we are right. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, a you know really uh because there is reputational risk do you understand that there's yeah. reputational risk yeah, to I notional do, I totally understand that. I okay. totally understand and so like when when i hear commentary from the community or or even yeah. leaders in the community or validators yeah. that go against the best interests of the community and could lead to events that harm Notional's reputation. 
what I see is unlimited downside. And I just, I just don't, I don't play that game. Yeah. Um, When I see unlimited downside, I just, you know, I politely step away. I I also, you know, write a paper explaining why. Um, Go on, go on, go on. Okay. Well, um, I I mean, I, I guess that's really about it. Um, you know, what I would say to any of the validators who had used all modes is, is really like, I mean, you did, you did get screwed. Okay. You really, really did. Uh, and I, I feel for you, but I'm not who's screwing you. Okay. Um, Tobias is just straight wrong. That's actually another reason I, I, you know, I, I, Look, if governance chooses to terminate the engagement, that is fine, okay? Because it is a very serious issue for all nodes to have that much stake. And I I don't want to, I, I can't clean up a chain halt on $12,500 a month. And, and I, I don't care what anybody else might think about the compensation. It's oh simply God. not enough. To clean sorry, up the chain my, hall. My mic was turned off, Jacob. I I'm so sorry. Okay. I was, oh, I was that's it. You were speaking. Yeah, yeah. Jump in. Um, it's a question of now facts versus you know what. Maverick, Maverick, Maverick. No, no, Maverick. I need to interrupt you because Mr. Diamond Hunt has his hands on, <laughs> okay, and you right didn't down. put your hand on. Yeah, so again, I want to know, number one, who holds Notional's keys? Uh, number two, I want to know again, why did you not raise this I issue? I, okay, see, okay, let's talk about retarded. I'm not retarded. I don't answer questions like that. Yeah, exactly. Also, I want to say, that, yeah, I, of course, honey, it's okay. Bless your heart. Anyway, also, nobody wants... Hold on. <clears throat> Hold on, Diamond. You see, you won't answer questions like that, but you just stated that you're trying to get information out of all nodes and they're not being transparent. It's, you don't want to be transparent, which I could understand because of security reasons and all that other good stuff. But then again, it falls to a trust me, bro, situ- scenario, because you want to say that your validator is not compromised. But if there's anybody, anyone in Notional, right, that has the keys to your validators, okay, not just you, then technically, in your definition, it's compromised. It's a crop compromised validator. Same as Vegas Mark. He had a self-custodial or self-hosting validator. Okay. Had his own machinery, everything. Well, his partner, one of his partners, out of the two he had, had the keys as well and started stealing the validator. And it was compromised and he had to shut it down. And if you have the same scenario over there at your notional labs then that's a compromised validator the thing is is you're not wanting to tell anybody how your security is you're just wanting people to trust you and your word of saying oh ours isn't compromised but everybody else's is compromised he has an open candidate no just 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 yeah but you have a specific agenda against all nodes you can see it in all uh, of your Okay, 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 okay. I'm going to mute everyone again because everyone's talking over each other again. I feel like in a kindergarten. 
guys, please keep it civil. Uh, this space is called a civilized discussion and unity. We are trying to get problems solved. We know that there, there is problems. And I hope that we can somehow come to a common conclusion and maybe something that everyone's happy with. The um, only problem that there is, Luna V-Shape, is that Jacob decided after eight months, this is such a huge problem, but all of a sudden, it's became a huge problem. If it was a huge problem yesterday and today, it was a huge problem six months ago, seven months ago, because all nodes has hosted most of the validators. They've had most of the voting power. Even if you want to go and say, well, it's all the new validators. Okay, October 26th. So it's been a, it's been an issue since then. But now is the only time that he's brought it up for whatever reason. And he's been with Cosmos for... It's not like he just joined in, in June or July. That's a false statement somebody made. He's been around. Jacob has been around Cosmos for years. So, I mean, he could have brought these issues up months ago. He chose not to. For whatever reason, now he is choosing. And it's going full-heartedly at all notes every day and you know what what he does on his own time is one thing that's great but i've seen him working more on this twitter than actually doing shit for the l1 task force which is kind of like i do question it it's like okay i can see when tobias does it and he's doing it after he put in his six hours seven hours eight hours of work in a day but you can't say you're working 18 hours a day then you're on twitter for the last three days fucking every waking moment tweeting against all nodes and other validators and then you're saying these validators are compromised and then ask telling people to trust you that your validator isn't compromised because well i don't answer questions you want others to answer questions but you don't answer questions you want you don't want to give people any kind of runtime right to fix an issue right and but haven't you been given time to fix issues? Demon, in demon business real quick. and personally, <clears throat> I mean, demon, real quick. Um, like I'm, like this is my situation. I'm uh, invited to a birthday party. I'm one hour and forty minutes late to one of my best friends' birthday party. I want to keep this space going. Um, so I'm, I, I probably have bad internet there. So we're gonna try it. I'm gonna keep the the phone with me. Leave the space open uh, for you guys to be able to talk. Maybe Demon and Lung Dao, you guys can overtake uh, and do your job as co-hosts, as I demand. And um, yeah, then this space can still go on. Um, yeah, I'm going to take a power bank with me, so you guys are, are fine with with, with yeah, power. Can I finish up real quick? I just had like 30 seconds left, and that's the rest that I'm going to say for today because I have nothing else to say. Is that okay? Sounds good. Sounds good to me also. And maybe you guys can, can open up another space and, and keep on talking about this. Yeah, issue. I mean, we're not, we're not going anywhere. We're going to be, I mean, Lunk Live's here to stay. We're not leaving. The only thing I was going to say is this, guys. Uh, at the end of the day, I always welcome healthy conversation. Um, I don't care if it's personal or not. Jacob, I don't care if you like me or not. I, I really don't care. You're an employer. Or where, where are your employer, right? You're an employee. You, you work for the community. Fantastic. Again, you don't have to like me. I don't have to like you. But what I would tell everybody in here and listening to my voice and every validator out there, you know, make decisions as a community. 
right? When you target people and you smear them, and you do it all over social media and you call people names, doesn't do anything. Doesn't solve anything. There's a lot of work to be done, right? We have to recover the chain. Lots of work to be done. Demon hit it right on the head. If you're spending all your time on social media, if I, if I was hired, if I was just even as smart as you guys, if I was as gifted and talented as you wonderful, brilliant people, you would never see me in a Twitter space unless I had the time. I would be in the workshop sitting in front of a computer because that's what I'm paid to do. Just like what we do every day. We use our day to help promote the blockchain, to bring in new investors, to disseminate information to the community. Demon helps with that. I help with that. But guess what? We're not paid. And you don't see us coming out here. Like, I don't come out here and say, hey, Lung Development Fund sucks. Hey, Unity, garbage. They're compromised. And then I don't put out a Medium article. That, I think that's what probably set me off, man. If I'm being brutally honest with you, what really set me off is you put out that Google Doc or whatever you put out there, and you had your own little list, and you included your own. That was it for me. That's all that I needed to see. Uh, you know, you can't sit here. And just like Demon said, when we ask you, you you're, you're going to all nodes. You're going to everybody to be transparent. I asked you a simple question. And you're like, again, you use that word. Dude, I'm telling you, as a man, as a father, stop using that word. It's really going to get you in trouble. I mean, I've got close friends that have disabilities. I actually volunteer and do stuff with that. Knock it off. I'm being serious. You need to start doing what the community hired you to do. I, I would tell every L1 developer that. Again, you don't have to like us, but by God, if we're paying you almost 13 grand, and I don't know about you, Jacob, that's a lot of money to me. $13,000 is a lot of money to a lot of people in a lot of countries. You need to remember that everybody is counting on this project. Everybody. And you can't just sit here, man, and do the stuff that you've been doing. I'm not going to tweet anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. But I'm not going to sit back and let this happen any longer. We can have spaces. We can have chats. Whatever anybody wants to do. I don't care. But this whole attacking and targeting and smearing and all this, get back to work, man. If you're an L1 developer, if you're on the task force, get back in the workshop, baby. Get some stuff done. Did he leave? Help us recover. Yeah, you left. Yeah, ages ago. Exactly, because you know why, though? Guys, everybody in this room, do you see? Do you see now what I'm telling you? The fact will always come out. The truth will always come out. He knows exactly. That's why he left, because he knows I'm right. Guys, ladies and gentlemen of this audience. Well, Diamonds, he has a point, though. You've got a massive point, Dang. man. You're just choosing to ignore it because it doesn't suit your agenda. No, we, there's definitely a problem. He doesn't oh, there we go again with this. And who's, they, I, dude, I don't know who you are, but the whole screenshotting and DM, don't even talk to me it's about agenda. Like, no, I don't want to talk DMs, to you. Right? Literally Seriously. two weeks ago, bringing this exact point to you very quietly. Oh, blah, 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 like blah. Hey, listen, so why don't you get to me and DMs and screenshot it. stuff and put it on freaking social media? Your whole life. Don't okay, talk guys, to me guys, and DMs. Guys, guys, guys I think I can't leave you alone, guys. And so i rather... Uh, close the space because I don't want anything stupid to happen in this in my space. So um, I'm gonna close down the space. I'm 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 sorry I that I have to close it down, but it's been running for I don't know three hours. Unless Demon and Lung Dao come up, 
and uh, have like a civil manner in this space. Well, what's funny is, Luna, is that, you know, all the minions, they like to come in and they like to attack you. Here's, here's what I say to all the trolls, all the minions, all the naysayers. Bring it on. Lunk Live's not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. We're going to stay here because we believe in this project and we believe in the community and we're going to support the community. So bring it on. Come to DMs, screenshot DMs, put them on Twitter. We've got nothing to hide. You're not going to trick us anymore, dude. And we're not going to sit back. Folks, we're doing this because we care. You Listen to me. I swear to God, you give the word, I'll shut it all down. No more Lunk Live, no more nothing. I'm not going to sit here and us kill ourselves and allow these people to come. And, and Guys, they're taking you for a ride, man. Wake up, validators. Wake up. But if you don't want us to do it, hey, power to the people. You don't want it? You let me know. You put it on a gore, you put it on a freaking vote. I'm we're done. I believe that much in these people and I believe this much in this community. I love this community. I love hanging out with you guys. I love showing it to people in real world. Guys, I got something I'm working on right now for Luna Classic. And it involves real world business, not crypto, real world business. But hey, you know, you can only take a horse to water and you can't make it drink. So, again, shout out to every validator, every validator, everyone, all 130, all of them. Shout out to the people. Man, just, you got to wake up, folks. Wake up and see what is going on here. You know that everything that I said in this space, there's truth to it. I think we've worked hard enough. We've been here long enough for you guys to know what it is we talk about. We're not here to play games. We're not here to pull the wool over your eyes. We're here to help. And I'm telling you right now, I did it for a long time. My job was to protect people, protect them from bullies and protect them from people who didn't have good intentions. And we're going to do the same thing here with you all. And if you're a troll, and you don't like me, that's fine, sweetheart. Bring it on. We're not going anywhere. Have a, good, have a great day, guys. I'll try to go live tomorrow. I felt like crap today. Can't breathe through my nose. But you know what? Show goes on, baby. <laughs> we in here and we're, we're going to be loud and we're going to be all right. Hope you guys have a good day. I'll see you tomorrow on Look Live. Love you. Take care, Mr. Diamond Hands. And actually, before you go, I just want to rectify one thing. Shout out to 129 validators since Terror Rebels is still on the list. Wait. Wait, which one, which one dropped off? That one you just mentioned? No, he's he's canceling them. Oh my god! Okay. Now, wouldn't that be bad news if Terror Rebels stop validating? Oh my god! I think the funniest thing in the world was yesterday when we we're in a space and there was all this like drama and and um, obviously upset because people felt like their intentions were questioned and stuff, and like people have got to redelegate. And then fucking Vegas turned up. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, this is a huge conspiracy." <laughs> Try like gain the support of the people in this. You, it's like a little um, like a little rat waiting in the shadows just for the opportune political moment to like enter and save the day. Like, yeah, I'm on your side, guys. It's like the funniest thing ever. And then um, luckily 808 like told him to leave and stuff. I, yeah, I, I think in the one point I called him out Burn tax. Oh, he, I think he did. A, I, I kind of zoned out because like my mind just 
automatically like I th- like from my perspective even listening to a single word of that guy is like distasteful because the only thing that can make things right is if he returns the money so like what does he have to say to make that right he doesn't have anything to say yeah he should have been swallowed all right guys just- I'm, I'm gonna leave now i'm gonna leave my my phone in the car because there's better internet here uh you guys mm-hmm. are now on your own uh, I hope that I can trust you guys. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't leave us. Can we host the house party now? I mean, we had our drama. It, it feels like I'm not. It feels like a the feels like a lot of the the kind of antagonism is like this idea that you can force people to do things and you can't. Like Jacob can say you should do X, but it's not as if anyone is going to <laughs> like, like, and, and therefore it's even kind of silly to get emotional about it. Cause like Jacob can't do anything clearly yesterday, even more people um, staked with all nodes or whatever. Like it doesn't really matter from my perspective. It's like, you don't need to care about liking Jacob. You don't need to care about his approach. Like all of that is bullshit. I think that the core idea to extract and separate from the person is yes, there's a, a centralization risk here. Yes, it's a pretty big one. It's like the worst of all the Cosmos chains. Um, but then people can evaluate if they care about that or not. And maybe they don't care about it. Maybe they think there's more of a downside to losing the community validators and the morale in them. Maybe they think that's even worse. But if they do want to fix it, like the path is fairly simple. You you spin up a new node yourself. You get the technical help to do that. You follow Ed Kim's tutorials or whatever. And then you ask your stakers to just transition over. And you'll probably be able to do that quite easily um, because Lunk stakers are very active and very involved. They're, they're restaking, redelegating all the time. And obviously, you guys do spaces 24-7. Um, and then, like, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> that, that's all there is. Like, there's nothing else. It, 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 you can kind of stress the point, but you can't force anyone to do anything. But this is a big security issue. Like, is it not important that we do something about it? Like, all right, get it and went yeah. about it without any tax. Like, but I mean, if he had went on us and explained the issue, I'm sure you know the validators would have came on board and made the changes necessary. I I don't know if they would, but yeah, like his approach was clearly bad. But like, from my perspective, you just you just have to extract the point. Like the point is, yeah, he's 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 passionate and whatever, and he's abrasive, but but he has a point. Like there is a point there, um, but then it's like up to the community to decide whether they they want to fix that or not. Can't really force it. Hey guys, I have a question if you don't mind. Go ahead. So, and I'm just kind of a noob when it comes to this stuff, but so. Why do we not see some of the same validators on Classic as we do the mainnet 2.0? Well, some of them there are, are a lot. Of, there are a lot of the same ones um, because they were there at origin, as in the validators on the old network. Um, the biggest ones also made validators on the new network. They were part of the Genesis set. But there's a different mix now, obviously, because when staking was opened, um, community validators popped up. They started their own ones. You know, a lot of them used all nodes, obviously. Um, people like, well, we were on both both networks at Origin, but like it, um, yeah, like the, the main the main reason it's different now is because uh, 98% of, of Lunk people came after the crash. So it's a different retail crowd. It's a different crowd. Most of the, the Lunar investors are only on Lunar. 
because that was their airdrop. You know, their existing old holdings were diluted to zero. So there's a there's a disparity in in the populations, different people. And is all nodes just a little cheaper than like their competitors, like Master Nodes and Block Demon, and are they just yeah, I think more it was like competitive? I think it was two things. I think it was people chose all nodes one because they had a, a good rate. I think like four hundred and eighty dollars or something, and also just because they had community engagement, they were there in the Discord or whatever since early, um, so people knew them, trusting. Yeah, I just want to say thanks to everybody donating kind of extra time and keeping the lights on for this thing. There are people out there appreciative of all everybody bashing their heads together and being patient with all this fucking drama that comes up. But we have a problem as well with the long community that any time there's an issue, somebody has to let off a nuclear bomb to get anything done. And like that's no way to work. Like from any investor looking in on us, like we must look nuts. Yeah. I agree with that statement 100%. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? It's because of this drama that I'm willing to go 100% portfolio. Uh, actually, since Long Dao is here, 50-50 with Lunk and Luna. But still, how, how are we going to deal with issues moving forward? Like, every time there's an issue in this community, it turns into a big fight on Twitter amongst everybody. And well, we should have mechanism of actually working stuff out more professionally than like, a bunch of kids like I have a theory that the the drama and the quarrels and the quibbling and the arguments in the long community are actually a benefit. And people often say like, oh we need to stop the drama. We need to do um we need to deal with things in a democratic way. We need a structure. We need whatever. But what if the the drama was the the good thing about Lunk? And what if you look around at other blockchains and they're boring and filled with apathy and indifference and nobody really cares. And there's no drama at all because nobody's passionate. I've said before, I think what we need to do is turn the Lunk blockchain into a, a mixed martial arts fight league. You know, when we have a governance proposal, um, when that's put forward and people start arguing or whatever, whoever is arguing needs to get in the cage. They need to put on their shorts. They need to put on their bare knuckle gloves. They need to have a fucking fight. And then what we can do is we can have a live streaming platform where payments are made in Lunk. So you pay maybe a million Lunk or whatever, how much Lunk, I don't know what's like uh, $20. So maybe like 10,000 Lunk or something to watch the stream. And then there can be a betting platform as well. Like maybe Rexy, uh, Rex, RexYZ uh, versus like someone on Terror Rebels or whatever, because they're, they're competing for a grant. They can beat the shit out of each other. And then there can be a bit betting market around that. And a percentage of the fees from the betting can be redirected to the community pool. And then also um, the streaming fees can be redirected to the community pool. And suddenly you've taken all of this anger, this drama, this, this crazy shit, and you've turned it into money. Like from my perspective, it's like, hmm, maybe if you're trying to solve the issue again and again, and maybe if it just seems to be the nature of the blockchain, maybe you should just use that and make money from it. Let them beat I, the shit out of each other. I do agree with that. Good. <laughs> I have to say I must agree with that because it's like every day we wake up, there's a whole new drama every other day. So we might as well yeah, get off of it. But like one of the good <laughs> things is it means people care, right? And I'm kind of joking, but kind of not because it's like if something is the nature of something, you just you need to use those resources and try and convert them to make it work. Like whatever you have, work with that. Stop trying to force it to be different. Maybe we are this volatile community, but maybe we can make that fun somehow. You know, it would be fun if like um, 
I've also had these ideas before. You know, like governance is this weird thing where people have to go to their, their wallet and vote or something. I've often thought stuff like, what if governance was a game? Like, what if, if you wanted to vote and there's a yes and a no vote, literally the no vote people get on one side of the team and the yes vote people get on the other side and they have to play some kind of strategy game or something and kill each other. And it's like this, this like um, open world, like massive game or something. Like, wouldn't that be cool? And then you convert like all the antagonism into a game and then there'd be like interesting stuff involved with that. And maybe if you did well in past governance proposals by being a really good fighter and getting really involved and maybe leading a little team on your game, you'd have more power in the next one or something. Like, like from my perspective, I think, the, this, I think they're trying that Ukraine and Russia, aren't they? I'm not sure, but it's like you have these resources, you have the drama, you have the conflict, you have whatever. Maybe there are ways of using it. Maybe it's, maybe it's not a bad thing. Maybe we should just change the ticker from Lunk to LUFC and we can compete with UFC altogether. <laughs> I'll be honest, though, that's a very good idea because it seems like all the bickering needs a lot of physicality to it. So oh, I'm all up with that idea. You know, if we have to fight it out, then everyone yeah. can. That's right. <laughs> and like and like all, all conversations, all arguments online are ultimately dissatisfying, right? Like nobody really like if you're arguing in a comment section, both people go away feeling frustrated. Or if you have an argument in a space, like Jacob leaves and then Mr. Diamond Hands is speaking to, to blank air, or maybe Mr. Diamond Hands leaves and whatever, they both go away feeling bad. But what if they got in a cage? Like surely that would equalize it. Have you ever seen fighters who've had massive grudges have a fight and the way they hug each other afterwards? Oh, one sec. Yeah, have you ever seen like one of those typical feuds like on UFC or one of these promotions or box or something? They've been like arguing for years and shit talking at press conferences and all this stuff. And then they fucking fight. And one of them knocks the other one out. And then afterwards they hug in. They're like, they're like, oh man, I've got respect for you. Like, how can I disrespect anyone who's willing to step in the cage? Like we've settled our differences. They're hugging, they're crying, they're embracing and stuff. Like, like that's my ideal. Maybe we can have something like that in like Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> but do you guys think there would be enough people actually going to the fights? Because I feel like maybe there's 150 people talking on on you know Twitter, but then eventually you'll have like none step in. Oh, we'll just stream it and sell the live streams. We make them into office. Would you have That's some kind of rule that you're not allowed more than 33 on your team? If you don't show, you create a um, you create like a betting. Oh, exactly. You're talking. Yeah, no. You create a betting market and you you put money up. Like, I'll give you an example of what you could do, uh, just a silly idea. So let's say um, Zaradar is arguing with Jacob on Twitter because they disagree or something. There could be some kind of Twitter plugin where somebody um, puts the first amount, like crowdfunding. They say, like, I pledge 1,000 lunk that if they, these two fight each other, then the winner will get all of this or something. Or the winner will get, like, 80% of this and the rest can go to the community pool. And what if that was visible on Twitter? And then what if other people could click on that and also pledge money? And then the money gets more and more and more because it's this viral thing that can be posted on Twitter anywhere. And then suddenly you've got like 200 million lunk um, pledged for this crowdfunded fight. And then what happens is one of them can accept it. And you could have a situation where if um, one of them accepts and the other one doesn't accept, the one who accepts gets like, I don't know, 70% of the money and the rest goes to the community pool or something. So you'd have no benefit for the one who refuses. <laughs> there are loads of ideas around this kind of thing. I've thought about this before, like trying to make a make a, a like a, a crypto integrated Twitter thing where you could crowdfund fights um, and turn any online quibbles, any online arguments 
into a real fight. I think that'd be just funny as hell. <laughs> it kind of scares what? me. Why too. were you thinking about this? <laughs> it kind of scares me on how detailed you can go into this. It just shows how long you've been thinking about it. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, it's like it's like the nature of the internet, right? It's like the internet. People argue every day, but it goes nowhere. Like, surely that is interesting attention. And here's another thing. Um, consider something like Zaradar versus Jacob. How many of you would be willing to pay ten dollars to watch them fight? I bet all of you. Like because we're in a community. Get, <laughs> yeah, because we're in a community, we get to know the personalities and we get invested in them. And like we have an emotional attachment. So it's it's pretty much like an automatic fight promo. Like when you're in these crypto communities and it's like oscillating, there's this roller coaster of emotion, you know, people are fighting back and forth. Maybe I'm having a feud with whoever, or maybe Zaradar is, or maybe whoever is. Like you get invested. It's like kind of this weird dopamine thing. So you're definitely going to pay for them to fight. <laughs> like that's a no-brainer. It's like potential money is just there to be milked. It's it's like it's like one of the if you could actually do it and it's easy and, and it is actually hard to do. Like I've thought about this before. You need to get a fight promotion, you need to somehow orchestrate it correctly, you need medical support, you need regulatory support. It's kind of hard. Um you can outsource a lot of it, but like if you could do it, you can bet your life, like you get enormous money. Uh, but Bruce, I have a question. What if you do it like on a ship in international waters so you don't have to have like any of those regulatory bullshit and then you have like a I don't know, yeah. mobile team who can, you know, move like a medic team. Anyway, and... Don't fucking tell me you're trying to think of that shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, like most of us, most of us have like a, a thing called a conscience. So like maybe your plan is if one of the fighter dies, you just throw him in the sea, eat, let the sharks eat him or whatever. But I think most people think like regulation is a way to officialize a sense of conscience. The loser could just get a tattoo like Mike Novogratz. So who's yeah. going to be the ref? I don't know. I think maybe someone like Ed Kim, somebody who's really <laughs> like unwilling to fight by nature should do it. Like I can't I ever imagine Coach, Ed Kim getting engaged. Coach, Ed, Ed Kim versus Doquan. I think uh, Doquan. Oh, whoops. I think Doquan would beat the shit out of him. Here's an interesting fact for you guys. How much do you think Doquan bench presses? I found this out for real, and I've got it verified by multiple sources. Have a guess. 317 pounds. It's, it's uh, in that range. It's like, it's like 355 kind of range. Um, like 150, kilo, 150, 160 kilograms. <laughs> a lot. Like really surprising because he looks like kind of a nerdy guy. But yeah, it's been yeah, verified. It's good amount, that, isn't it? It's like even 100 kilograms or 225 is probably talking like top 5% of guys. So it's like a crazy amount, yeah. So yeah, that's going to understand. Knock the fuck out of Doquan, or Doquan is going to knock the fuck out of Ed Kim. I think Doquan could take like ten Ed Kims. No joke. Well, a lot of Defa you into Nerd Wars, basically. Is that what it's going to be? I think Ed Kim needs some kind of weapon. I don't know what, but like, there's no way he's going in there alone. Is the L L one task force in trouble then? He's got a blackboard wide frenzy. You could turn him into nunchucks. The fight that I want to see is Lungdao versus Coach Bruce. That would be uh, that would break a lot of illusions if they found out that we were two separate <laughs> people. 
he's sitting there punching himself in the face. What well, do they call that fight club? There were some really funny spaces where um, somebody came into a space, and I think they'd been speaking about something on this Lunkdale account, and they were like, hey, you sound a lot like Coach Bruce. And then I went into this long rant about how they're basically a racist and a xenophobe because like, um, people in England sound very, very different. But, but if you can't tell, that means you don't care about our country and you haven't listened to many people. You know, like American people sometimes guess that like a British person is Australian or something. I was accusing them of the same thing. Like, you know, how dare you be so insensitive? Like, don't confuse. And I was also like really tearing down Coach Bruce. I'm like, I'm not as offensive as that guy. That guy is abrasive as hell. He's rude. He doesn't care about what people think. He's destructive to the community. <laughs> I was going on this long rant about Coach Bruce, really offended. And then the funny thing it was the person like started agreeing with me, like like yeah yeah I hate that guy. Like yes. and then we were like both on the <laughs> same side of the table, like tearing him down. And then I left, and it was like you mm, that's love interesting. On this. <laughs> How do you pull that off? <laughs> I, I think in, in England they call it a waffler. A what? I've never heard that term in my life. <laughs> Waffling, that's not that's not a term? Yeah, oh. we waffle, yeah, we waffle in the UK. Yeah. But that means no, like talking, talking for no reason. It's like when somebody's really boring, they're waffling on. Well, I guess yeah, that's can... not applicable in this instance because I would definitely be able to say that you're one of the most entertaining weird per- persons I've met in this space. <laughs> weird? How dare you, sir? Uh, well, that's I'm, I'm saying weird in a sense because, like, I've been invested in your persona and I'm trying to, you know, distinguish a pattern to kind of be able to distinguish between the serious and the jokes. And until now, I've not been able to accomplish that, which is... I don't think you're interested in any serious, is there? When was the serious bet? Was that the fight? I think. I think, I think that's actually people... pretty. That's actually pretty. Um, a good point, Rexis. Maybe that's a better word. Mysterious. I think some people kind of have play at the base layer, and that's like how I am. Like even when I seem angry or something, it's it's just I'm kind of I'm still like half a second from laughter. Well, laughter's the best medicine, isn't it? By far. I think it's there. There are times as well when there's drama in the community and people arguing and stuff, where it's like you realize the value of your own personality. It's like it needs some lightness, it needs some humor, it needs somebody willing to kind of zoom out and be a bit absurd or something. Um, otherwise, it's like just entrenched in this battle where everyone's getting tenser and tenser and nothing happens. So it's like I, I kind of see myself as having that role sometimes as like a kind of this. I don't know, like a, a kind of a, a transparent kind of humorous force that can sometimes lighten things up. That's a pretty accurate self-description. Yeah, so it's kind of putting things into context. You know, so, so many people get so engaged in, you know, kind of arguments and, you know, wild kind of discord and stuff. And you think, you know, you're kind of missing the point of what the actual discussion or argument's about in the first place. Mm, yeah 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 even generally like a, a blockchain like how do you get people interested in a blockchain people need to have a good time they need to have fun they need to be enjoying themselves things need to be entertaining like if you know t- throughout the last however many months there have been a lot of people getting very very serious about a lot of things and like you know we must do this and we must do that and it's like 
you know, one of the main reasons this kind of revived from the dead is because of all the fun. It was it was the fun of the burn narrative. It was the fun of this this reviving story and then this you know, the story of rebirth and all of the fun we had around it and the silly spaces and whatever else and um, everyone kind of playing around and enjoying themselves. Just you curious, can, can, who started the yeah. who started the fun about the rebirth? What do you mean, sorry? Who started the fun about the rebirth? Do you mean who started the I don't know what you mean. The Probably re- me. The rebirth in generally, who started that fun? I don't know. I, I'll probably have to point at me. Yeah, I'll point out Luke Dow as well. <laughs> but you can, like, one of the interesting things is you can exactly correlate um, the amount of fun the community is having with the price going up. And when there's excess serious, like the price going down, oh. and often it's not. It's not one thing following the other. Regarding the price, I would like to say something about that. I'm allowed to. Yes. Um, in in the in the past dumps, people was like were complaining about not only because the bad news also bring down the, the token price, but people also were like complaining about Bitcoin affecting the whole Luna classic eco, eco uh, I mean price and ecosystem. And the funny thing is right now, the Bitcoin is pumping like, like freaking hell. And the price, is, yeah, it did pump a little bit, but more or less it's sucking if you compare it to the whole crypto ecosystem. So my guessing is it's really like so important that Bitcoin is pumping right now for Luna price is not going high. It means that Luna price is going high, but somebody's selling it. Well, we decoupled from Bitcoin and coupled to Luna there a few weeks back. And if you look, like we were moving with Bitcoin up and down. And I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden we coupled to Luna. Now we're with Luna up and down. Yeah, I mean, the price is, is fluctuating, of course, with Bitcoin. But like, for example, the other day, Bitcoin made a huge pump. And for some reason, Luna Classic and Luna also, Luna 2, was not following the increasing price. I mean, this also happened with Dodge and Shiba and other coins. But it seems like they were less affected as Luna. So that's why I'm guessing is something else still wrong with the chain? Like any other yeah. bad news? I mean, Dog One, I'm not sure if Dog One is still like being persecuted or not. Do not forget one thing, Thumpex, um, is the fact that even when Bitcoin was dumping, Luna Classic was pumping, right? So do not forget that fact as well that, you know, market activities also affect what's going on on the chain as well i mean that's for sure that's for sure i mean 100 but for example today we also saw a pump on luna 2 um a pretty huge pump but then it was like in no time it, it's already baseline and i also see it in this behavior on luna classic that you see a huge pump which maybe it lasts for one day but then, uh, actually, eventually, on the next days, it drops down to the baseline or even lower. So yeah. my, my guessing is, is that a whale pumping Luna or it's just some, just for fun? It's just a guessing because I'm not sure what's going on there. Yeah, it's it's not basically guessing. It's more or less like the fundamentals, which is the conversation we're having right now, um, than the technical analysis of just looking at the charts and being like, oh, hey, this is pumping right 
it's more or less like looking at the things that are happening, the things that are being deployed, and you know what's actually going to cause it to pump, which is in this case utilities, right? Um, for Luna Classic, right? Um, if we are currently, if we keep in fighting, if we keep um, just not being able to get out of the solution, no matter how much Bitcoin pumps, we're not going to get to where we're supposed to be. So it's more or less like it's it's in the hands of the community, basically, um, to decide what direction we're going to go. If the entire market is going up and we are not going up, it's because a lot of people are not buying into the project. And the reason they are not buying into the project is because we are always fighting with each other right more yeah i mean you're right on that but because i mean for example one thing that's been solved a lot and i haven't seen any kind of movement towards that is like the repack or you of uh, the ustc and it seems like it's a like a huge difficult milestone to accomplish and i don't know why it seems so difficult because always seems to be trickiness regarding the repacking of ustc and you know like maybe the people that's following luna classic project seems to be like in sort of like let down by this not happening or not seem to be evolving the way they were hoping for Thomas, but think, you know if i, I can more... add something on to that uh sorry rexes and then I'll, i will leave the floor to you um one thing i i think is worth mentioning is the fact that luna classic uh, not just on you know our decentralized exchanges but also on the centralized exchanges 90% of the trading pairs are with stablecoins. So we're not really as tied to the movements of Bitcoin through the market makers of centralized exchanges, which in my opinion does actually play a big role into actually showing our real supply and demand more. Yeah, and that's something that I was going to kind of move on to. It's um, as most people maybe know where, you know, with Terra Vita, we're building, uh, well, say building a DEX. We've already got a DEX built. We're uh, uh, you know, we're going out with a, a coin offering, um, which we've had a, a couple of private sales and the first public sale happens to be tomorrow. And something like that, you know, the, the purpose behind it is to get as many, um, you know, currency pairs together as possible to enable as many kind of on-ramps, if you like, into um, Terra Classic with Lunk, um, you know, not from Fiat, but, you know, from other other kind of pairs. And, and I think along with, um, you know, Terraport, um, and the launch pad that's you know integral to that as well, um, which should help other um, you know DApps and development groups kind of build their own kind of projects and you know launch their own kind of fundraising. If we can make projects like that really successful, they become massive adverts, um, you know, for for wider crypto, um, like the Terra Casino that we've got as well. Um, you know, that's the seventh biggest DApp in the whole of crypto. If we can make that the most, and it's Terra Casino is like part of a franchise, you might say. Okay, now Deo, if you like, think of it as the master franchise. If we could make Terra Casino by far the most successful casino in the whole of crypto, um, which, you know, is getting up there, what message does that say to every other business owner? It says, look, you know, Luna Classic, it's alive, it's pumping. The whole of the, um, you know, investors and retail kind of people there, they really want to support business. Let's get down there and let's get building. And I think that's what we have to do. And, you know, Terraport, like I say, you know, with um, the uh, first public sale starting tomorrow, you know, we, we've got an opportunity there to oh, yeah, invest I think that's in it great. and help, you know, 
I think that. that's great, but you're missing the whole point of Luna Classic. It's like the stable coin behind Luna Classic, which is USTC, needs to be working. And I think that makes Luna Classic whole. I mean, for me, only having Luna Classic pumping doesn't make any sense because actually the value of the whole chain besides being decentralized is having the, the stable coin, which you can trade for if you feel like you want to have more like stable coin without so much fluctuation up and down. Correct me if I'm wrong. Well, I kind of disagree with you to some extent. I think the value of the currency is based on people's desire to want to use it and spend it. Um, and as part of that, you need places for people to do that. And, you know, people use the term utility. You know, maybe a lot of people don't really understand what that is. But, you know, think of it as the business case for using the currency. Um, it doesn't matter what you swap it into and out of. Um, it's actually having that desire to actually want to hold on to it and feeling you've got some value there. And that's my opinion. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think, you know, if we kind of manage to either re-peg or, you know, peg to something or other and have a connection and swap mechanism in there, which, you know, we could probably, um, you know, kind of work on with our kind of decks with Crane, um, you know, that would probably help, well, people's desire to burn a hell of a lot of lump, but, but burning isn't really going to be the full solution. It's part of a solution. But it's ma maximizing the market cap that really brings your biggest value to long, um, along with staking. I mean, staking is the easiest thing. You know, if everybody staked, you know, if 80% of what, every, of what everybody had you staked, um, you'd soon take, what, you know, 80% of the coin out of circulation. Um, you know, that, that's the quickest game. Yeah, but that, that staking, staking is sort of like a fake uh, way of like simulating coins getting out of the market. But it's not really out of the market. Yeah, there's the real value in Luna Classic, not in our stables. That's where it originally was. Like, is that not what we should be focusing on fixing? Like, the problem is with USDC, there's a five billion euro or billion dollar hole at the moment. And we are either going to need a... So, say if we were to peg USDC to two cents, like, it would require 150 million or 100 million dollars worth of liquidity to do that. And that's something we just don't have. So, like, the community needs to decide whether we're going to try fix the stables or go a different route. But I, for me, the value is in our stables, not in Monk itself. I completely agree. Um, Rexies, I just have a few questions since you mentioned that the Terraport will also have a launchpad. Um, so, it's just the launchpad for CW20 tokens? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the, the governance token for Terra, I'm sorry, the governance token for Terraport is actually Terra and it's a CW20 token. Um, and that's, you know, what we're kind of aiming for, really. Um, so the, the whole purpose behind Terra V is, is to maximize the value of Lunk. Um, and that means stabilizing the ecosystem. And that's why we, um, you know, host the endpoints and all that infrastructure. Um, and that's why we shared it with TFL when we had the, um, you know, the, um, terror station kind of problem you know what's about a month ago um you know we could have quite easily done our own kind of copy but what we did we decided to try to support the community instead um so you know having a having a stable ecosystem we consider is really important um the next thing is to try to engage and in, um, encourage dapps and businesses to actually come on so we kind of do that you know in many different ways you know through um having if you like community discords where dApps and validators are encouraged to come on there and actually shield themselves. So our Discord is not about Terra Vita. 
It's about everybody else. We just have one channel like everybody else has typically or one per, you know, that, so to speak. Um, and then there's other things. So we're creating a hub that's, you know, similar to that as well. Um, we had to kind of put that on hold because of, you know, the um, the rebel state, uh, sorry, the terror station um, issue. And then, you know, we, we had a, some food spread about a casino that was helping out as well, um, which we kind of went into last night. Um, so the decks, Terraport, if you like, you know, that helps us fulfill that mission in terms of us trying to do what we can to help promote that revival of the ecosystem um, by enabling them dats and businesses a place to actually get a foot in the door and um, and try to build. You know, it's a, within Terraport, we've got these targets to um, get so many kind of dats within the ecosystem um, to burn so much, um, you know, lunk as well. But that's not necessarily through us doing it personally or, you know, as, as the organisation. It's about us helping to create an environment where everybody working together can achieve that. So the success of Terra Vita is judged by the success of the ecosystem because we're part of it. And you'll probably see me tweet quite often. Um, and one of the things I tweet quite regularly is if we all do well, then we all do well. And meaning if we all individually do the best that we can, then actually collectively we're all going to do fantastic. Uh, so, you know, that's the part that we play. We'll I, try like to, anyway. I like that. Um, I have a suggestion. So this is just my point of view um, to kind of add an extra layer of security for your launch pad is, for example, let's say I want to deploy my CW token through your launch pad that your launchpad has a function where it would, you know, detect if a liquidity pool was already made with that token somewhere else. And then kind of, if it does, then you're unable to launch on that launchpad since there is no fair launch. Now, if it does detect that, you know, it's good, there is no, um, let's say, liquidity pool already made with that token, then you as a launchpad would, initially kind of put in a vesting schedule inside of you know the deployment of the contract so for example you need as a team to specify for example where and how much um, of your token quantity is going so your tokenom uh, tokenomic model but then a hundred percent should go out the door and a hundred percent should be vested for you know x let's say i don't know 24 months so you know the, the projects that actually come through your launchpad you don't have this risk of getting scam projects join your launchpad quickly you know do a successful sale and then pretty much take off yeah so it's a it's a good point it's an interesting one and uh i haven't got the answer to that at the minute other than you know it's something that would definitely take into take into account um the primary role of the launch pad is to give people that or organizations and businesses that opportunity to launch and generate the funding um you know probably as part of that we maybe have to create some kind of semi-due diligence type approach where people have to demonstrate certain certain things for us to allow them to do it um but you know also as part of that um, maybe you know, what would sorry to interrupt maybe what would really help is if you'd look into um it's it's an uh, erc20 model um it's called erc1967 proxy.sol um it's a really interesting way of 
you know, if you can implement it to your launchpad, I think that will definitely increase the chances of it succeeding, in my opinion. And it pretty much um, maybe also look into Unilocker, uh, a pretty good uh, Binance Smart Chain liquidity locker protocol, which if that can be implemented into the launchpad, I can tell you this, if I ever decide to launch a token, a CW20 token, then I would definitely come to you guys because that's a fair service, a fair launch. And then you could even go beyond and monetize it that, for example, for this service, you would ask, I don't know, a thousand from your um, native token. So that's another, you know, business incentive for your, you know, native token. No, and, you know, very much appreciate that. Something that um, is maybe missed within our Terraport white paper but it's fundamental to the way that we've gone about designing it is that we describe it as without kind of sparking debate on this particular thing we call it a community dex okay now the reason why we call it that is because it's the community that's invested into it okay the terra classic community um and the initial two private sales were essentially limited to those if he wasn't essentially a delegator to a validator in Terra Classic, he wasn't invited to the sales. Um, so, so that kind of makes it that community uh, dex, if you like to say, it's a lot more than just a dex, but you know, it's just call it that for simplicity. Um, along with that is the governance token allows you to create proposals and vote on the governance of the dex. Okay, just like what you do with, you know, Terra Classic. So that means that it's kind of in many ways owned and governed by those that are um, that have kind of bought the governance token and are staked. So, you know, so this kind of helps deliver that goal that we created a, a DEX and a DIFI pla um, platform that's community owned. Um, but also then um, allows us to, you know, make sure that we can support all these kind of, you know, businesses by um you know giving them a place where they can you know generate these um you know kind of tokens if you like and and give them that kind of um step up uh, the other side of that um is that you know although we're doing our best we don't pretend to think that we've thought of everything um and although the platform's really well designed and secure I mean, and it looks an absolute dream um is that we want people to come to us with ideas and point out where maybe we could do things a bit better or where we've missed an opportunity. Because, like I say, our goal is to maximise the value of Terra Classic, and that means maximise the size of the ecosystem. And to do that, you need to um, you know, take, take heed of the advice and guidance and thoughts of people within that. Well, to be honest, Rixies, uh, you guys are doing a lot of things good. Um, well, with with the white paper, not everything I'm, you know, completely agreeing with, but it's not like it's stopping me from, you know, supporting everything you guys are doing because you guys have done consistently a lot of good things. And, you know, it's it's nice to, to have this, you know, um, interaction. And, you know, I was able to do my piece and, you know, hopefully this, you know, information can be helpful into improving this platform, which essentially is going to benefit us all. I believe in that business model where, you know, it's one for all, all for one, most definitely. And yeah, so I really mean, if, if you can't look after your customers, the customers are never going to keep coming back, are they? Um, and we, 
you know, part of that mission. If everybody, if anybody's actually ever read the Terravita white paper, um, which is you know available through you know Medium, um, is it sets out how broad actually our ambitions for the chain really are. Um, now, in terms of Terraport, if you actually look at the tokenomics, the builders allocations, it's really minimal. And the people we consulted on the white paper with, their biggest observations were, well, you're not allowed much for yourselves, have you? But where we would gain most is with Terra Classic rising in value. And that's the purpose of it. Um, you know, we've all got a bit of, you know, bit of a bag of lunk, if you like, which I think probably everybody within this space is, if they haven't, they're probably in the wrong place. Um, <laughs> so, you know, as I've kind of said, if we all do well, we all do well. So if the whole of Lunk does well, will all of us within Terravita do well? So we don't need a massive kind of builder's tokens. Um, you know, like Binance, where probably 50% of, was it BNB is owned by, you know, by Binance? It's, I don't know, it's like a fraction, it's like 0.02% or something like that um, with Terraport. Um, I have a question, Rex. Is So, I mean, if you can't disclose any of this, it's fine, but is the DEX kind of based off of Uniswap V3? Uh, no, I think it's TerraSwap, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, what's the default slippage going to be? And, I mean, that specific, you know, interface panel, um, how is it going to be for the user experience? I mean, you know, a lot of people don't know what the slippage might imply and what the default, you know, setting is. And, you know, just to kind of, I think that would be a, a cool disclaimer or something or, you know, a message or, you know, a blog for people to be able to read, you know, how they could adjust the slippage so they can, you know, get... We could maybe um, look into doing something like that. Um, you know, myself, I've not got that technical knowledge in terms that I'd have to talk to our dev, so I'm not going to make something up just for the sake of completing a conversation. Um, but, you know, typically I think the, sl the slippage is... Um, uh, the slippage is related to the amount of volume that's actually within the um, the liquidity pool for them token pairs. So as part of this fundraising exercise, it's to generate enough money so we can have enough pairs going. So if you like, we can get the decks up and running. And then the ongoing operation of it will generate money, um, which we then can create more liquidity pairs, um, as well as, you know, using kind of farming practices um, to actually take that further. But, uh, um, you know, the, the thing that will make the biggest, well, there's two things that will make the biggest impact in terms of how successful this is. Um, and that's how many sales we get um, of the token so that we can, you know, start off from a good position, if you like, and then the ongoing use of it. So the actual fees for the use of it, I think, are 0.3%, okay, which makes it, you know, quite competitive with, um, you know, many other decks out there. But the, um, the income that's kind of earned from it, which goes to the treasury, that's split up. So some of it burns the, the actual governance token terror. Um, but the majority of it, in terms of what goes to burning, goes to burn Terra Classic, um, which, you know, will help, you know, increase the deflationary aspect of that. Um, and then depending on governance or Terra Classic governance, if you like, that depends where that um, that money that's burnt sent, whether it's redirected to the community pool or, you know, wherever. Um, obviously, that's outside the scope of the Terraport. You know, that's down to Luna Classic community, um, you know, to make those decisions. So, 
But then, of course, within the decks, um, when you're, you're talking about the allocation that can go towards burning um, Terra Classic, um, sorry, Terra Token, um, you know, that's for the community within, um, you know, Terraport to decide themselves. And maybe another suggestion, um, and if you could add this, I like. I can't promise, but I will be trying my best to be the first one to utilize it. But if you can add for the ICS twenty pair, so if um, in, you know what ICS twenty is, it's for the, tra the liquidity pools, the the pairs. Um, if you would add an option, like a send to option, where I can have my LP token. And I can actually, you know, let's say you have this option where you do a balance query and then it, it shows up in my list. And then I can actually transfer the LP to whichever address I want. Like it's just an, an extra function uh, that you add into, you know, your, your decks, if you will. And then I can do whatever I want with my LP token of that specific pair. So if, if on your decentralized exchange, I want to come and be a good Samaritan, I can just create a pair for Luna Classic and UST, right? And then just take my LP and send it over to the burn wallet. Now, that's just my paradigm, my, my incentive, right? Hmm. Now, that would be a cool function to have. Well, that's, that's great. And what I'd say is, you know, these ideas that you've got, um, you know, please pop them down on a, on a DM and either, you know, leave it with us in, you know, Discord or, or elsewhere. And, you know, I'll pass this on because, um, you know, every idea um you know it's worth you know considering i really appreciate your time thinking about it oh you're welcome man i mean at the end of the day you know there's only so many things as a one-man army you can think of it's you know me personally that's what i learned from this community you know i can maybe think about a lot of stuff that's cool but sometimes it's that you know different angle you know that's making you know the breakthrough um and you know with the specifically the second thing that i requested if that's a possibility that's like for a trader it's like a, a like for a you know hardcore DeFi trader i wouldn't you know specifically categorize myself like that but you know, i've been trading for a while on on decentralized exchanges i've been getting crushed for a while you know through sandwich attacks to spy nodes or whatever um and if if you know we can take this issue and solve it in a way that is that has pretty much never been done before on Luna Classic and it's going to benefit us all in the long run and I think we should explore that option yeah um yeah well you know we'll uh, you know make notes of that and uh, you know see what we can kind of come up with um but yeah like I say you know the, the more ideas the uh, the more ideas the better um, I think with everything I mean obviously you know to satisfy coach we're going to have to see about introducing some kind of cage fight in option aren't we <laughs> <laughs> but that would be actually pretty sick like to be honest i mean it would work but i just don't see enough people actually willing to take the trash talking out of twitter no it's um you get a lot of keyboard warriors don't you oh way too many way yeah, too many um... But no, you know, with like I said, the, the, the Terraport sale, it's it's starting tomorrow. Um, just there's been some kind of conversation regarding this. I don't really know how much of an issue it is, but I, just to kind of clarify that we had two public, two two private sales. Okay, we had a pri initial private sale and then a kind of private investors sale, 
And the reason why we did that um, was a no number of reasons. Um, for a start, each of those sales, you couldn't actually buy Terra token, um, I say Terraports governance token, using Lunk, um, which might seem a little bit odd, okay, um, considering all this is, you know, built on Terra Classic. But the reason why we did that is because we didn't want to open ourselves up to accusations that we were trying to take away liquidity from Lunk, okay? So you could only buy it with stable coins, essentially. Um, the other elements to that, is, so, so to help achieve that, we didn't publicize these private sales so that there wasn't long enough for people to actually undelegate to, to therefore use their staked funds to actually buy this. Um, so it's a bit of like a you know a risk risk measure you might say. Um, the other part was that um, this this DiFi platform it has been many months being created, um, and Terravita it's uh, you know we're a group that's been around for quite a number of months now, and something that's well it appears quite unique in my experience within groups within certainly Luna Classic is that. We're extremely stable. Um, you know, the the only time that the amount of people in our team has changed, I think, probably over the last three months was a couple of weeks ago when we invited Classy Crypto to become part of our team, um, uh, which, you know, I'm not going to at the minute, but, you know, he's a fantastic addition. Um, you know, he's really welcome. So where I'm coming to with that is that, you know, we're, we're, we are really kind of stable. Um, however, how we kind of came together um, was the... We've got, um, you know, a number of devs. We've got some that work on L1, such as Frag, who's, you know, just absolutely fantastic at that. Um, then we've got, you know, uh, Antonio and Cronty um, and Man, you know, who do a lot of the work with the, with the decks. And they come from the Italian community. And they've got a, the Lunk Italia validator. Um, and the people that delegate to them, they, they've been so loyal and so supportive that to kind of give a little bit back to them, we kind of thought, well, let's give them the opportunity to buy in. And when we're talking about private sale prices, I mean, these aren't like rock bottom. They're just, you know, something like about 15% off the next price up. So, you know, it's, it's not a massive difference, but it's enough to say, look, thank you. If you want to stuck with us and supported us and help make us this, this happen and believe in us, you know, we, we probably won't have got to the stage where we built this. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of businesses would operate like that. Also, we kind of wanted to take, test the temperature just to see whether, um, you know, we could actually raise sufficient funds to actually deliver this. Um, you know, it's something where you need that initial funding to, to get it off the ground. Um, and then the next kind of sale, which is more, which was an investor's sale um, and incorporated those people that kind of delegated to Terravita, um, if you like, you know, the, the wider organization. Um, you know, we we invited them to them, and you can see it through the, the tweets that we made. Um, and then all the key investors that had shown great support to us over that time. So there's nothing untoward, there's nothing kind of dangerous about it. It's just, you know, being kind of, you know, offering that kind of sort of gratitude, if you like, and, and kind of opportunity. So now we've got the public sales here. And um, just to kind of put that into context in terms of price, the the the, the initial private sale I think was 0 0.25. Um, the um, if you like investors sale the, the second one the private that was at 0 0.3 I think and I think it was on 0 0.35 if I remember correctly um, we've got it all in the sales site so you know you can see the, 
um, and see exactly what it is. But I think that's what it is off the top of my head. So, um, so these next two kind of sales there, we, we've kind of got ourselves into that position now where we think, okay, you know, this can be viable. We've got it all built. Um, we're just, you know, kind of dressing the window boxes, you might say, and on it, say on it, and just, you know, finishing making it look kind of pretty. But we've built this before we've gone out for funding. It's not that we're going out to raise, you know, two, three, ten, twelve, fifteen million dollars to um, to fund something on the promise that we're going to do something. We've we've done it. Um, there's if you if you look at the sales site, you'll see that we've got um, a roadmap there, which you know it's. It's a real simplistic, brief roadmap in terms of how we're just going to implement a few of the more individual kind of features once we've got the decks established. Um, and that's pretty much going to be launched, you know, as soon as the uh, uh, the sales are complete, um, you know, if not, if not, maybe just before we'll, we'll see how things kind of go. Um, so, you know, it's, it's already built, ready to go. Um, it just needs filling with the fuel that will make it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question, which is sorry for the interruption. So by now, um, you have well, with with Terra Civita has raised two million dollars for Terraport. That's correct, or even more now. Yeah, it's a bit more than that. Now, I would like to understand where how that's pretty much going to be used since you know i i read the white paper but by now i kind of forgot most of it already so you know forgive me for that you know if it's like explicitly mentioned there how much where and this and that but let's say two million goes for example 250 goes to the development one million goes to the liquidity pools you know in in simple terms well can tell you where it's not going um it's not going to go to um you know providing tips within our discord Although I think some people would love it. Um, it's not going to pay mods, okay? It's going to make Terraport as secure and um, as as effective as what it can be, okay? So within the white paper, it kind of says how these how this kind of fund is going to be distributed up. Um, but primarily, you know, it's to go to, you know, funding these kind of pairs, going to, you know, um, filling the liquidity pools and, um, and staking pools and so on and, you know, um, you know, to make it robust. And if you actually look at a lot of the distribution of the tokens, um, you'll actually see that um, a lot of them have kind of vesting periods and locking periods. So, for instance, the builders token, which I've kind of said before, you know, there's not that much of a distribution for them. Um, I think it's 20 million, if I remember correctly. Um, that's locked in pretty much for four years. Um, you know, there's only about... Um, there's only, I think, five million that's released every year um, for four years for that. So, um, you know, it's stability is what it's about. You know, we're not creating this decks just for the summer holidays. You know, we've created this for, for years and years ahead. Um, and, you know, although it's, you know, designed really kind of robustly, the, it's a, if you like, a platform that enables us to, you know, improve it as time goes on and, other, and add all the elements to it as well. So, yeah. So, so in terms of that distribution, you know, it's within the white paper there. No, I completely get it. Let me ask, let me ask the question this way. Um, a few months ago, I remember a, I'll, I'll just say one place where it's not going, it's not going into our pockets as such, you know, it's going into Terraport. Okay. Oh, so, of course. You know, people, you know, cause some people have said, Oh, you've raised $2 million. You know, you're doing all right. You think, 
hang on. <laughs> that's not for us. That's that's the fuel that makes this work. So I completely get that point. Now, the question I had is, I remember a guy in this community uh, a few months ago, I think he goes by the name of Fafi, right? He was yeah. uh, saying that, for example, you know, um, a decentralized exchange, we could, you know, come up with it with 250,000. Now, my question is, what makes your DEX $2 million uh, and then his 250? What's that, you know, 1.75 million? I I think you're comparing apples with pears here. I think what Fafra is saying, they wanted $250,000 for them to go and build it. We built it. What we want is the the money from the sales to us to fill the liquidity pools for us to be able um, to get it going, so to speak, you know, to make it secure and stable, which is something different. You know, we're, we're not asking for money to pay for us to build it. We, we, we've built it. You know, like I say, the, the raise in the value of Terra Classic and um, the raise in the value of the governance token, um, you know, that will be where we get our kind of money back, if you like. And, and anybody invests it, you know, you, you'll get staking rewards. Um, the token's, you know, pretty deflationary as well. Um, and also you get uh, rewards in terms of distributions of fees from trading pairs and things like this. So there's, you know, there's many ways that as an investor, you can actually, you know, get a reasonable return um, from your investment. You're provided everything goes all right. You know, we can't, we can't guarantee, you can't guarantee anything, can you? But, you know, the more people we get using it and help kind of get into the, you know, the Lunk um, ecosystem, you know, the more effective it is. And also, like I say, the more the more dApps we can help kind of launch from it as well. Um, yeah, there is something that's fundamentally different with this to what Fafi's idea was, is that this isn't connected to the L1 core of the chain. Okay, we're not, we're not going to take money from the Oracle to drive it forward or anything like that. You know, it's private investing that's... Um, you know, that's bringing the money to it. Um, I mean, last thing we'd want to do, I mean, one, this next bit is down to, you know, my own personal opinion, of course. I don't think it's positive for, for Lunk to be taking money out of the Oracle um, to finance a project. You know, the, the Oracle is, you know, the, the the central kind of energy supply for the for the validators. You know, if anything, we want to be, you know, increasing that, not kind of decreasing it. And, um, and also, you know, you got to remember that with the with the L1 decks, what you're not told about it, um, unless I've forgotten, in which case I apologise, is things need maintaining. You know, there's threats all the time, so all that's taken into account with um, you know how how the finances have been designed for the decks to run, so that we can fund the people to maintain the security and keep it running optimally. Um, Just simple things such as, you know, there could be, you know, a couple of coins that absolutely, you know, steal crypto um, over the next year. We might think, well, they're they're the hot pairs that we want connecting to. And people have to go out there and, you know, make that happen. So a DEX isn't something that you just create and leave. It's something that if you want to run optimally, you've got to keep fine-tuning it. Um, And it's the DEX that pays for pace for that to happen you know here so to speak does that answer your question yeah it does kind of make sense but you know to be honest this is just my opinion though 
if you know the two million is going into the liquidity pools, well, fantastic. That's you know from your side, in my opinion, a big W. Like no discussion about it. You know, um, have you already like figured out from from out of all the liquidity pools that are going to be initially created, how much is going to be uh, native token related, and how much is going to be like Lunk UST? I don't know Lunk Osmosis or I don't know. It all right. Um... There's something we've been working on, which we can't announce just yet, but we'll do over the next few days, um, that will massively affect this. Um, and it's, you know, it's, we're just not ready to talk about it just yet, but it's, it's something really positive. Um, but to answer your question, I can't answer it because it all depends on how much investment we get. But what we'd need as an absolute minimum um, is to trade the... Um, Terraport's governance token with Lunk. Okay, you, you just you've got to have that, otherwise it you know ain't going to operate. And then Lunk with something else, such as um, you know UST, something like that. So you know, hopefully, pretty quickly we could get maybe six pairs up, something like that. You know, it all depends on how successful we are with the additional fundraising. And then after that, the inflow um, and the volume going through will help us. You know, help us create more. That makes sense. Now, the reason why why I was asking this question is because now, now let's imagine, um, let's 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 keep it like simple numbers. You have a million dollars, right? And then you have you deploy your own native token, and then you have your million dollars, your native token. You create a liquidity pair. Boom! Now you have two million, right? But if you have a pair with Lunk UST and you have a million. Essentially, it breaks down to half a million and half a million. So that's why I was kind of asking to, to be able to understand that part better. But I guess your your response does actually make sense. You have to kind of look at, you know, how how much money actually comes in, so you can actually adjust your strategy, if you will, accordingly. Yeah, the the less that you have within the liquidity pool, the more slippage you're going to get. Um, and we kind of calculated that you know a million was pretty much the minimum that you need but then as the as the decks becomes more um more used if you like um you know then we can look you know those liquidity pools will will increase um yeah you know i mean if you you know if you look at some of the details some some of the real successful decks out there um you know there's there's a lot kind of you know locked into them um honestly you know, fair play. i just yeah. want to quickly say fair play because yeah, if I mean, you can first, put a million dollars into your liquidity pool right now, I'm, I'm just saying fair play because the largest liquidity pool for a decentralized exchange for the trading pair of Luna Classic and UST I've seen is $55,000, which is terrible. Well, we, you know, it's, we want this to be a success. Um, and we want to, we want it to be a beacon to all the dApps out there and all the de other DEXs, whatever it is. I mean, you know, there's, there's only so many. There's only a finite amount of different types of business that you can have, really, in crypto. Um, and you can't really have a thriving ecosystem if you've just got one of each. You know, we need hundreds, if not thousands, of dApps. Okay. I mean, just look at things like, you know, NFT marketplaces uh, and NFTs. You know, it's um, if you had a marketplace and you just got one type of NFT in it, well, it ain't going to be a very busy marketplace, is it really? Um, you know? unless that NFT is extremely popular, you know, it's creating that ecosystem and that kind of commercial environment where 
we can take the biggest advantage that we've got in crypto, which is this massive, vibrant community we've got, and you know, which is just so passionate, and introduce that to people that want to build businesses, you know, developers, and let's get married together. Um, which, you know, as I was saying earlier, that, that's the purpose of our Discord. It's the purpose of um, the hub that we're creating, which we've had to put, you know, kind of on hold a little bit um, or reduce the speed of us developing it. Um, and, you know, with this DeFi platform, you know, it's, it's bringing them bringing them together. Um, you know, we, as I've said this many times, you know, it's we can only play our part in trying to encourage the ecosystem to thrive. And that's down to us all to do that. Um, you know, it's, you know, you think every spaces we have where we're all kind of falling out and, you know, fighting over, you know, ridiculous kind of just scraps and stuff. Um, you got to think you could have a big investor in the room who's just weighing things up and thinking, is this really why I, I want to put, you know, $10 million or something like that? Um, or I want to build something. You know, we've we've got appeal to them. Um, so everything that we say is something that potentially could be judged as either an advert or not for Terra Classic. Um, you know, and uh, and we've all got a part to pay for. You know, if you look at when we, okay, when we took on the the Terra Casino, and as I said earlier, that's the seventh biggest DAP in in crypto. Um, well, you know, Terra Vita, we didn't want the casino. Um, you know, it was somebody else that tried to get us involved in it, and essentially it was a scam. Um, they wanted to create a token, um, and essentially do a rug pull. Um, but we're so busy doing other things. We hadn't had the time to really research what was going on, but they just kept saying to us, you know, please sign this and, you know, show our um, kind of, um, what was it? Um, I forget now, kind of technical review committee, um, compliance committee or something like that, that, you know, we can come on to Terra Classic. And I kept saying to them, you don't need my permission to come on here. Get as many people building on here as possible. And so the conversation never really made sense. And then I thought, well, I need to spend a few days actually getting my head around this because it's starting to take up so much time. Um, and I ended up, you know, asking such in-depth questions. I think it was up for two or three days without any sleep. Um, and, you know, I'm not exaggerating there. Um, so I ended up talking to the, the actual franchi main franchise owners, let's call it, um, Al Deo. And my opening questions to them, I think, kind of blew them away, thinking, what, what's this guy talking about? Um, and all of a sudden, it became a reality to both of us that we'd both been led down the garden path. Um, you know, the, the guy that was trying to get me to sign this compliance form for him, um, he was using me. He wanted me to be the full guy so that he could operate this casino in a place where it's illegal to operate it and bring it down. Um, and the casino operators were being led down the path trying to be trying to be led to believe that me and this person was working together. Well, you know, we won. Um, so when that all became clear, you know, that the casino, quite a long story short, said to us, um, you know, would you like to work with us? And my opening line was, well, you know, thank you very much, but you know, we're too busy. You know, I ain't got time to run a casino. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we had a lot more chat about it and essentially, you know, kind of negotiate with them because it, I said, I'm going to have to sleep on it and really give it some thought. And in all that time, I I really started to um, kind of um, investigate them even further. And then I realized just how big a firm they really were. And I thought, my God, I thought, you know, if, if I don't enable this casino to come on to Terra Classic, we're missing a massive opportunity. 
because you know if we can show them to be the you know by far the most successful casino in the whole of crypto what does that say to every other business it says come here you know we're open for business come here and you know make a make a profit out of us so you know i made some negotiations with the the casino in terms of saying that you know we'll need to make sure that anything that we're burning whatever the the community wants to burn off chain i'm sorry on chain that we can apply that tax to our um you know betting um kind of volume off chain so that was a massive concession because it's a massive amount out of the profitability of it and you know people think that 0.2 percent in a great deal but when you're trying to run a business it's massive and if we actually raise the burn tax to 1.2 percent you know you could probably say that the casino won't be able to operate and it would just have to stop trading with you know essentially with kind of lunk really um because people won't come to it because why would you go to a casino where it's going to charge you 1.2 percent to go in when the one next door doesn't charge you anything and it's a fairly similar experience so you know i said people don't realize that but um you know we've like i say the Terraport, the casino, and any other DAP that's, you know, on Terra Classic, we've got to make them look the shining beacons to the whole of the rest of crypto to say, you know, come on board. I I hear you. I hear you. But I think the 0.2 shouldn't be like an excuse on saying it's, it's you know, um, hindering developers to continue building because essentially, you know, it's you you charge it to the customer in a sense. so. Essentially... No, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. It's um, it's a very simplistic view. And I've got to say, if you wound the clock back six months, I'd probably agree with you. Um, and I was I was sold down the river. You know, I, I thought, yeah, 1.2%, you know, let's let's really make this happen. Um, and I think a lot of people was took in. You know, we, we really was sold a bit of a pig, so to speak. And when you really start to understand it, and I mean, I've learned a fantastic amount over the last few months, you know, since we've been, you know, kind of building this decks and I've, you know, I've kind of tiptoed into understanding about smart contracts. It's Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Luna V and Lunk808 hosting a civilized discussion on the All Nodes Validator Key debacle. Uh, It was about an hour and 45 minutes of that conversation, recorded on Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Down the street in my six foe. I never had a six foe. A kid can wish though. I snapped a wishbone and grabbed a fistful. Chilling with the dopey, this a weed is all I wish for. I'm feeling blissful. I gotta miss this. My ginger always down to ride no matter what the mission. I'm singing this song. Got a couple albums out. We do alright, but it ain't really shit to write home about. Like to feed the fishbowl. Keep my stories mystical. I like my beats boom bap and rap to be lyrical. I'm feeling cynical. Craving a little ritual. Save my place in line while I try to find a miracle. I keep looking and looking and looking, but never find nothing. We've been lied to, thinking this surprise under super secret lies. Motherfucker sneak inside, going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. the trend.
inches Trying to stay offensive Trespassing here like this land looks expensive Ain't no time like the present Trying to stake a claim Just make sure your claim stays away from all these other claims We're almost kind of running out of land here Living in the day of the dead and it's damn weird Same teams y'all, we just trying to get a bite to eat A little rest saved up, waiting for my time to sleep Head down, middle fingers up, yo I'm wide awake Never hesitate to stay about a hundred miles away Seven times in space while I wrecking ball the place I expect you all to play, running marathons today When the sick get sicker and the rich get richer It might be about time to rearrange our dinner Fix the system, the shit it's all nixed Waking up early gonna suck today's Going dark now, believe me when I say the shit is do or die. Going dark now, believe me when I say the shit is do or die. gonna take care of Angela, man. He's, he's great. He's a wonderful lab partner, so it's gonna be cool. We'll keep an eye on her. Why don't you go fuck yourself, you weird little prick? I'm a teacher, okay? You can't talk to me like that, guy. I'm not a student, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Two spaces.